Hello travellers, and welcome to Tales from the Dark Dragon's Inn, Season 2, Episode 25, One Step Closer. We recently released the second episode of our Patreon-exclusive Dungeon World actual play podcast, The Unrivaled Shore. So, check that out at patreon.com forward slash darkdragonsinn. You might also be interested in Voices at the Table, an actual play podcast launching on April 1st, a show by marginalised people focusing on games by marginalised creators. Links available in the show notes. This week, we have the whole crew. Hi, I'm Vinny. My pronouns are he, him. I play Murren, the half-orc monk. His pronouns are he, him. I'm Liz. My pronouns are she, her. And I play Toby, the tiefling warlock of the Raven Queen. He uses he, him. Hi, I'm Tom. My pronouns are he, him. And I play Urbach, the lizardman wizard. He uses he, him pronouns. I'm Nina. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Mix, the Asimar warlock of the Fae. Her pronouns are also she, her. And I'm Ray, your host and game master. I use he, him pronouns. I play Skrull and the Doomsinger, who both use he, him pronouns too. And I also play just about everyone else. So, without further ado, on with the show. Hey there, come on in. It's been a slow winter, but the weather's turning. It'll be the springing soon. We're running a bit late this evening, so you've not missed anything. Please, get yourself comfortable. We'll be starting shortly. At last, a target to pursue. Something, someone, to lead to truth. And the further we followed this winding trail, the closer we were to the fate of trail. Well, I don't know about any of you, but... My suspicions are immediately with the Duke. We, too, suspect the Duke. Duke Silvershield, to be specific. It's possible that all the Patriarchs are involved. We do not know. Because we do not know why any of this is happening. And unless we can prove it, we cannot make a claim against the Duke. And nor should you. Well, I will say this. Ogda firmly believed that the guild were responsible for Chael's disappearance, and forcing the Black Claw to work against the guild would probably work quite well in the Praetor's favour. I believe that the reason Ogda believes that we are responsible is because we are responsible for Trail's absence. She knows that Trail was spending time with us. Or... And then he does air quotes, investigating us. This was an intentional ruse, though we did not expect she would believe us to be the murderers. What if we could get into the Duke's house? So what end? We don't really know what we're looking for. That's a good point. Well, we've been there before. Haven't we, Mix? Yeah, but we weren't looking for anything when we were there. I don't think you're going to get another invitation. Probably not. Oh, I might not. I don't think any of us are going to get another invitation. Oh no, not you. I actually look a little bit offended at the way she says that. Why not me? Wait, hang on, you you don't mean me, do you? Well, I don't technically mean any of us, but at the same time, I do mean some of us. I mean, disguises exist for a reason, right? So you think that we should try to seek an audience as someone else? Yes. Perhaps someone who already has permission to be in the upper city. I don't see why not. What about the badges, right? I mean, we have badges, so maybe that will help us? Uh, I guess as far as we need to be able to justify the like using the badges to get there, and I'm not sure that we're in the upper city to investigate the people who run the city is going to fly very well. Here's a thought. What exactly do we think his intentions or motives were for inviting us there in the first place? I think he just wanted pawns. He just wanted people he could move around, and we'd already proved ourselves by what we did at the wide, that we were at least capable of taking care of some shit. Maybe to misdirect the blame, or maybe he really did believe the guild was responsible. I think perhaps Toby is on the right track. 
The Duke believed Trail to be dead, and he feels the Guild are a threat. And I think Toby's right. I think the Duke wanted us to get rid of the Guild, remove one more obstacle from his path. It would certainly explain why he was so adamant that they were the perpetrators. And of course, if Trail's sister is approving of the Duke's methods or working for them, that could easily get Ogda on their side, or at least be a push in the right direction. Well, I assume that the Black Claw and Ogda would technically already be on their side, because wouldn't the Patriarchs be the ones bankrolling a mercenary band that are essentially protecting the city? Style solidifying a relationship completely with Ogda. Duke has a lot to gain from us, and Mix in particular. It still leads us to what do we look for if we get in. We need a convincing reason to even ask for such an invitation from someone who essentially is one of the people who runs the city. So we need a convincing argument to even get there, and we need to know what we're actually looking for. Patriarchs already have nearly all the power in the city, and unimaginable wealth. So what would be something that could topple them if it were made public? If that bizarre transformation that occurred was definitely divine in origin... Perhaps she uncovered a cult? It's certainly possible. Perhaps a patriarch or one of them is planning something. Maybe to overthrow the others? <sighs> that might explain why the Duke is so determined to stop whatever revelation has come from her investigation. Perhaps the reason he is not turning to the Black Claw, who are a mercenary company... Morals or otherwise, they will do as the Patriarchs command. If the Patriarchs were under threat from the city, they could order the Black Claw Company to shut the whole thing down and start killing people, and they would probably do it. So what you say rings true, friend. Perhaps not all the Patriarchs, but one against the others. Hmm. How on earth do we uncover something like that? It's not a kind of plot someone's going to leave information about out in the open. Everyone has to plan somewhere. It's not the kind of thing that you can keep in your head, I imagine. Does he have any accomplices, perhaps? I'm sure he must have at least some. That wizard. I imagine he would keep it to himself anyway. Unless one had divine authority. Or believed that you did. No. Please tell me there's no religious body we're going to have to- No. I'm tired of gods. Even cults have their leaders. <sighs> what about that wizard fellow? You mentioned a wizard? Silver Shield's right-hand man. He's a halfling. Rather proud-looking wizard fellow. He dresses very blasé. I mean, the only way I see we're going to have to seek an audience with him. I fear that any disguises may be seen through. Hmm. Toby, you could become invisible and keep an eye out for who enters and exits the place and see if you can spot anyone we could potentially dress up as. I could potentially do it. Please remember that the spell only lasts for an hour, though. I could volunteer a suggestion and doomsinger finger guns at the familiars. <laughs> Yes, actually, utilising our familiars is a better suggestion. Though I must confess, the idea of you standing around outside of his house invisible does amuse me. How so? I just think it would be hilarious. <laughs> hilarious waste of time? For you. Hmm. It's also worth considering we could also disguise ourselves as servants. May have a better run of the house than the noble would. I think we're possibly... A little bit too well known for that. How about guards? We could always kidnap a guard, beat him up, and take his uniform, and then undername. And a face. For magical disguises, not not literally. Oh, yes. Of course. I mean, would one assume that the Black Claw are welcome? It's possible, but I feel like... They would probably need a reason to be there. A summons or something, perhaps. Also, this may be something to consider. We now will be getting a sewer map. If there is a sewer entry into the upper part of the city somehow. It may mean that we could only send a couple of people up there to then let us in and out via the sewer entrances or gates or whatever they've got here. And thus it means there's less of us walking around trying to pretend to be other people. I imagine the upper cities probably aren't keen on having sewer entrances being very visible anyway. That's probably a good point. The end goal is to get to his house. Well, in the meantime, I think whilst we're here, we should get your familiars to go and do some surveillance whilst we discuss what to do. 
Might as well get started on that rather than wait for much longer. We'd need very specific instructions on what Alpha Minions are keeping an eye out for. Well, maybe if we can get them to keep an eye out who maybe visits them. I mean, it might also be a good idea to get them both to watch out for different things, get as much information as possible. For example, we could have Darkonius look for who's visiting and maybe get Oz to pay attention to the guard rotation. And make sure they watch out for that wizard. Maybe one of them could follow the wizard. Or sewer entrances, perhaps? I don't think there's going to be any sewer entrances right next to a duke's house. I mean in the vicinity. I mean, everybody has to pee. Well, yes, it's going to be under the house, but I don't exactly want to come up through someone's toilet. Well, there's a will, there's a way. Toby's probably given her back a very specific kind of look. I imagine Doomsinger is emulating said look. I mean, do you guys think we should get a little bit closer before the critters go and do reconnaissance? Or are we just going to hang around here? What are the instructions that you give your familiars? Oz, buddy, Mm -hmm. I know it didn't work out well for you last time, but this should be a house that doesn't make you go poof. Should be. That's reassuring. As far as I know, it's not a magic house, but there is a wizard there, but it's not a magic house, so you should be fine. Okay. Where am I going? You're... And I get the feeling you're probably not going to like this plan very much, but you're going to follow Darkonius to a house. Right. And whilst you're there, you're going to watch the guards for me. Okay. What guards am I watching? The city guards. Any guards who are patrolling around the house, Mm -hmm. I want you to try and keep an eye on how often they go around the house or go inside the house and different guards come out. Do you think you can do that for me, buddy? Sure. Do you have any questions? No. You know what you're doing? Sure. Do you want to repeat it back to me? I'm following the idiot, and I'm watching for guards. I'm checking uh, how often they patrol past the house, or if they go inside, and if they do, if a different one comes out. Excellent. If you manage to do this, I'll get you another fish head. Sure. Try not to fight with the idiot too much. I promise nothing. It is now 4pm. Darkonius. Yeah? So, remember that house we went to? Which one? We go to lots of houses. You mean the one that I tried to find that had the the, the, the big thing in it? And then I couldn't? Uh, no, no, not that one. Okay. I didn't like that house. It was one of the first houses we went to when we came to this horrible city. Uh, it was you, me, uh, and Mern was there, and Doomsinger was there. Yes, I remember. Just to be clear, it was a really fancy house, and there was a duke. I remember. Okay, I need you to go there with Oz. He'll follow you. He's really mean. Well... He's always looking at me really funny. Yeah, well, you can look at him funny back. And then he snaps his head over to Oz and goes... (laughs) Passive-aggressive rudeness! Basically, you and Oz have a mission. Oh, I'm good at missions. You are. What I want you to do is keep an eye on the kind of people that go in and out of the Duke's house. And this includes if the Duke or anyone else sneaks around at night. Okay, what should I do if I see a person? Should I just remember their face? If you could let me know when you do, so I can check in, that would be really good because... It's not some- Oh, we should have a code word. How about... Skittles. What's a Skittles? I don't know, it just sounds like a fun word. Skittles! And Darkonia starts vocally going, Skittles! Is he supposed to do that? Uh, yes. Skittles! I have a very perturbed look on my face. And he looks at you and goes, Skittles! Now I just look more confused. If it just looks like it's, you know, people doing- you know, no, just just let me know. So let you know if anyone goes in the house. Okay, I'll let, let me rephrase this a little bit. If you see someone who looks like, I don't know, the cook for the house going in and out, I mean, you don't What's really need- What's a cook look like? Well, do you remember the weird wizard that was with him? Yes. He's- him and the duke are really the- okay, uh, let's put it this way. I want you to keep out an eye out for when and how often the duke goes in and out of the house- 
the wizard and anyone else who looks especially extravagant. You know, maybe they have really nice clothes and maybe they have extra fancy jewelry. So when do I say Skittles? <sighs> when you see any of those people. So when I see the Duke or the wizard mm -hmm. or fancy jewelry people. Yes. And what's a cook? A cook is someone that prepares food for other people. I don't say Skittles for cooks. No, I, I think we can we can skip that for now. Okay. Yeah. Duke. Wizard. Fancy jewelry people. Yes. Perfect. Okay. And try not to fight with Oz. He might, if he tries anything... He couldn't take me. I know you know how to take care of yourself, buddy. So, you know, get him if you have to. Darkonius stands up on your shoulders, Mix, and he points dramatically at Oz and then points at the window and soars out and Oz begrudgingly follows as he has been instructed. If ravens could roll their eyes. I want to trust you. That's why I told you what I have. And we want you to trust us. We want you to believe in us, and we want to give you reason to do so, and to keep doing so. What do you intend to do now? We are going to find out what we can on our own. Basically try and pick up the pieces, try and figure out maybe what Trail figured out, or at least try and look for clues or hints or anything, really. If at the very least we could find any kind of proof that the Duke or some subordinate of his ordered the attempt on Trail's life, that would certainly be something to sway Ogda's opinion against the Duke. Perhaps reduce support for him? I'm not sure that the Black Claw are going to be any help to you. As I said earlier, they are mercenaries. They work for gold and metal. Anyone who can trade their soul for steel is not really worth a damn. True. <sighs> I'm not entirely convinced that Ogda was that great of friends with Trail. Do not mistake me. The Black Claw are not to blame. They are not involved, but they do work for the Patriots. They enforce the laws of the Patriots. That is their job. It is what they are paid to do. It is what Trail would have done. It is unlikely that you will turn the Black Claw to your favour. Not unless you can prove that one of the Patriots is seeking to do harm to the others. Then you may succeed in turning their blades to your side. We need to find those who are complicit in their plan. Well, let's hope that surveillance finds something. At least a way in. I think it is definitely worth finding out who Duke Silvershield associates with, and either through spying or some kind of infiltration or getting them to talk to us, finding out what they know. I have a question... Because I realize that this is something we should have asked you and we haven't yet. He looks at you for a moment. My name is Madron of the Iron Tree. Well, Madron, whilst we're waiting for our uh, friends to get some information for us, I mean, assuming you need the help, um, I would like to offer my services in helping repair some of the damage I caused uh, if... I, I mean... I would like to help. He smiles and says, I can see that your offer is genuine, but you did not cause as much damage as you think. Distress, maybe, but the tree takes care of its own and itself. Should I bring a present for the tree? He chuckles. <laughs> um, I don't see why not. Oh, okay. Uh, well, what does the tree like? I'll make sure to get it something good. He smirks. I don't know that anyone has ever bought a present for a tree. Maybe you'll come up with something. Challenge accepted. Hey, I see you reaching for the skip button. But listen, there are a ton of fantastic shows out there. Here's one you could be missing out on right now. You've reached the Love and Luck podcast. Hi, it's Kane. I just wanted to say I had a lot of fun last night. And I'd like to do it again if you can. Hey, Jason here. I had a really good time too, and I'd definitely like to see you again. Love and Luck is a slice of life queer love story podcast told via voicemails. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app to listen, or check out our website at loveandluckpodcast.com. See now, is that so bad? And now, on with the show. 
from that point, you all left and went your separate ways. Urbach, I believe, went to his seamstress, the one who created the hoodie for his dog. I believe Murrin intended to visit the Harper contact. Mm -hmm. Toby, after realising that he'd sent his familiar and he has a certain range that he must stay within, has sought out Akin Celebon to both learn what they know and see if they can get some help finding safe accommodation within the city. What was Mix doing? Is she accompanying Toby? I'm going to say it's a 50-50 split between offering to do some work and some help to the tree inn and then checking in on Toby making sure he has company because he must be really lonely all waiting on his own. So So you are staying with Toby in an inn and again, it's one Akin has recommended. You are staying at Fortune's Sorrow. It's a fairly plain bar, but it's quite a large one. And because of its size, they do have rooms. You're sharing a two-bedroom, effectively for your own safety, because if you need to visit Darconius at any point, obviously then Toby is there to watch over your body. And you're also there to keep Toby company. So it's a mutually beneficial arrangement. The first night, your sleep is restless. And at some point in the night, you wake up. At least you think you do. And you turn over. And in the moonlight that is breaking through the window, landing on Toby's bed, you see what looks like a seven foot tall humanoid shadow leaning over him. You hurriedly wake up, sitting up alert and ready to attack whatever this thing is and it's gone and Oz is sitting on the windowsill and he flies away. It all happens so quickly and you know that Oz is on watch up in the upper city so you're not entirely sure whether or not it even happened. The other thing is within the first day Darconius has been given very specific instructions. He is to watch for Imberlin, he is to watch for the Duke and he is what to watch for shiny jewelry people. And after the first eight hours of seeing none of those things, he is extremely bored. And so you start to pick up little snippets of wonder what Oz is doing. He's making this noise in his head. He thinks out loud a lot. So you start to hear him plotting on how he's going to prank Oz. I'm just going to wait until it gets really dark. I wonder if you can see in the dark. And I'm going to pull one of his tail feathers out and give it to Mix as a present. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's that? Huh. Well, he's not a shiny jewellery man. And he doesn't look like the Duke or... The wizard man. He's not a god man. This is happening at 10 o'clock at night. Does he look like he has... I'm ex! I'm bored! There haven't been any of the people that you told me I had to look for! <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. And, and you know, I, I really... I looked for... I looked, I looked real hard, and I'm not even looking at the front of the building anymore. Now I'm looking at the back, just in case. And there's someone here. Well... Have you seen them before? Is this the first time you're noticing I them? I have seen them before. Okay. Do you know Not when- Not here, though. This is the first person I've seen all day. Oh, okay. Are, are you sure? Yes, yeah, it's been really boring. Oh, that, that, that doesn't seem right. Mm, maybe he just doesn't have any friends. He doesn't seem like the kind of person who would have friends. Does he look scary? Does he look mean? Does he look boring? The Duke? The Duke doesn't have friends, because he looks like all of those things. No, n not the Duke, but the, the person you're seeing. Oh, them. They're going. Could you follow them? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, just, um, yeah, let me know where they're headed, and, um, if need be, I'll, I'll come take a look. They're going to the shops! Okay. Um, so then, let's, uh, let's oh, find no, out what they're buying. Buy. I bet it's sneaky and suspicious. Is bread sneaky? Bread is not generally sneaky, no. Okay, well, he didn't buy anything sneaky, but he's going now, and he's not going back to the Duke's house. Should I still follow him? Uh, yeah, if you could. Uh, because if okay. he's not going back, then I wonder where he is going. He gives you this running monologue the entire time. He's like, oh, he stopped to talk to someone. Oh, no, he, he just gave them change. He's trying to notice as much as possible about this person for you. Before long, he begins to stop describing the area that sounds like the upper city. And it sounds like he's describing 
the lower city now. You have stopped monitoring the Duke's house. Congratulations. Oh boy. Yeah, so, um, the houses here are really dirty, and he's going into a really dirty house, and it smells bad here. You know, like that time where you hid in the garbage, and then you smelt like garbage? It smells a little bit like that here. What would someone from the upper city be going somewhere like that for? Oh, he looked really poor. Then why would he have been in the upper city? I don't know. He was in the Duke's house. None of the gods stopped him. Okay, then something has to be up. If none of the guards stopped him, then... Maybe he's supposed to be there. Or maybe he goes there all the time. And that's why the guards didn't stop him. Because they know that he goes there a lot. Okay, can you get close to the... You know what? Let me... Um, Would you mind if I took over for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, okay. And um, I assume Toby's in bed reading or writing something. Toby's sitting on his bed. Mix is sitting on her bed. They're having a conversation. And then Mix starts having a conversation in her head without mentioning it to Toby. And then moments <laughs> later, just flops. <laughs> I didn't even want it first. <laughs> Mid-sentence, Toby's explaining something and she just... Whamp. <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I want to get closer to this house and figure out what this person, who they look like and what, if I can overhear anything. I want to quietly fly by an open window. Darkonius swoops down with you in tow and remarkably he swoops around the back of the building and actually does find that the back window is open. He sneaks inside and is looking around. He finds himself inside the kitchen of this person and it's a kitchen of sorts. This place is quite open plan. You can tell it's the kitchen because there are lots of plates here and there is a makeshift sink. There is also an arga, which is currently heating a pot of something. And Darkonius tastes it. He's like, oh, this smells like meats and potatoes. Oh, that does smell really good. Maybe once we're done with our recon, we can come back to this. The place is lit very dimly by a few candles. You get the impression that this person is not very wealthy. As you're wandering around the room looking for things, you hear someone coming in and Darkonius instinctively dives behind some of the furniture. And you have not been seen. The person walks in and they're just muttering to themselves. Not anything specific, because most people don't talk to themselves. There is no conversation happening because this person lives alone. That is good to know. So you're looking at the state of their clothes to try and get something about what they do. Darkonius slowly climbs the back of an armchair and wiggles his little neck around the corner and peeks out as he tries to get an eyeful of this person. And you're taken aback for a moment as you see the face of the person you've been following and realize they're incredibly familiar to you. And it takes you a moment because you're looking at them and you're like, who is this person? Why do I know? And suddenly it comes to you, Ed, Ed. You've got talking animals! Oh. You recognize the lizard folk that was in the three old kegs who was having a real bad day because he was just so tired. So very tired. You traumatized him. You do recognize him, and with what he's wearing, you think maybe he's a servant of some kind? He's dressed quite formally, but then you look closely and you use Darconius's additional senses and you realize that he also has food stains on him, and so you think maybe maybe he's not just a servant, maybe he's a cook? Then you notice that on his shoes he has mud and grass like maybe he's maybe he's a garden attendant also and the more you try to narrow it down to specifics the more you find he's actually got multiple signs of doing multiple jobs of basically every kind you can think of you can't tie down exactly what it is he does but it seems like he does a lot and he does look once more utterly exhausted hmm is there anything that would suggest he has any magical ability? Nothing whatsoever. He seems to essentially be a servant of some kind, utterly run into the ground, living in poverty. He starts moving towards you, and Darconius realizes and rapidly, without asking, escapes the room flies back out of the window, and you get the sense that he catches sight of something, because once you leave, he sticks his head out of the window and looks around and then pulls it and closes it. Wow, it really smelled bad in there. I'm going to go back to the Duke's house and see if I see any jewellery people. I don't think their homes will be so yucky. All right, well, yeah, just, I'll, I'll be keeping an ear out. 
time passes. You all find yourselves the next day standing outside of a worn-down-looking home. What time do you guys want to show up? Because it's Resson Day, and this guy's not in work, because it's the only day he gets off. Oh, and we're gonna ruin it. <laughs> Darconius spends the entire time just going, bud, 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 because nobody visits the Duke. The Duke gets no visitors, and there is no sign of the Duke or Imberlin leaving, coming or going from the house at any point during the first 12 to 24 hours. The only person that Darconius or Oz, for that matter, see coming or going from the house is this poor, rundown-looking dude. Oz definitely still keeps an eye on the guards. He doesn't notice any specific patterns of behavior specifically in relation to the Duke's house. Guards don't go inside in any way, and there's no one specifically stationed outside of his home, though there are regular periods of the day where there are guards around and there are guards that are roaming the area frequently. The guards patrol the upper city as a whole. There tends to be one every other street corner and they rotate, say, six times an hour. So every 10 minutes or so, there is a guard that wanders past, but it's never the same guard. It's usually part of an upper city-wide rotation. Around 10, 11 in the morning, Darconius reports that that guy still hasn't come back. Midday is probably... Yeah. I'm good with that. So at 1pm, you find yourselves all convened together on Resson Day, which is the last day of the week, on the first week of Sumner. You find yourselves outside of his home. Has Mix explained to everyone why they're here? <laughs> yes. Do we uh, know this guy's name before we go knocking on his door, disturbing his day? You may have overheard his name, but it would be weird. It would probably be weirder if you remembered it. No, no idea what he's called. Also, just I think it would be a good idea if I don't do the talking. He might recognize my voice. Trust the only reason why you shouldn't do the talking. You mean recognize your voice from that time in the tavern? From when I caused him a bit of a bad day. Also, Oz is returned to you unless you wish him to continue his watch. Likewise with Darconius. Toby probably would have left him to keep watch just in case something else happens. You can never be too careful. Hmm. Well, we could just knock on the door and when he opens it, I send him to sleep and then we invite ourselves in. Then we can tie him up and have a proper chat. Uh, are you... This, Let's not be that what? aggressive that quickly. I mean, I, I assumed we were just going for a friendly chat. Yeah. That kind of went zero to a hundred really quickly. I only felt it was about 30, 40. Well, you started with this knock on the door and put him to sleep. I have magic. I'm not an animal. And then tie him up. Well, of course. He can't run away. Well, that's not going to make us appear very friendly. Well, if you didn't it's say anything about wanting to be friendly to him. He's probably going to come to and think we're going to rob him or something, even though he probably doesn't really have much worth stealing but remember you attract more bees with honey than with salt could just take the whole beehive but fine we'll do it your way then we'll leave your plan as as a plan g maybe yeah yeah how, how might we introduce ourselves we just mm. tell him who we are the doom singer wanders up and knocks on the door he walks past turns around looks at you all and backhandedly there now it's done. That's fair. I'm going to quickly blast a disguise self on me. Turn myself into an orc quickly, out of sheer panic. The dude's thing is just looking at you all like, really? Do we need to have a discussion about this? As he's looking at you, it takes a short while, but eventually the door cracks open, and it opens slowly, and Ithk, the lizard man, sticks his head around the door and, can I, can I help you? Um, yeah... You see, we're the Scales of Justice and we have some questions about your employer. May we come in? As soon as you say you have questions about his employer, his eyes dilate and he looks very afraid. Um, I'm, I'm not employed, sorry. Uh, and starts to push the door shut. I throw a foot in the door. And he... Please. He looks we confused and to tries to push it. He's like... Friendly, stupid door. Look, look, we, we don't we, we don't want any trouble. We just have a few easy questions. That's all. I don't I don't have a job. Um, uh, look at my home. I'm, I'm very poor. I don't have a job. We can give you gold. Yeah, jingle jingle um, jingle jingle. I I I, I can't talk. I, what what kind of questions? Can we come in first? It might be better to have this conversation inside. And he looks shiftily around and. Uh, um, sure, just just make it quick, all right? 
And he opens it. Get inside, hurry up. Shuffle, shuffle. Uh, I go inside. Shuffle, shuffle. I follow for Very courteous. He slams the door hurriedly behind you and shuffles in and pushes another door open and ushers you inside, then closes the door behind you as you all enter the room. And he looks stressed. He looks exhausted and he looks that kind of stressed, but he also looks the kind of stressed where it's like, what the hell am I doing? Why have I let these people into my home? I immediately take out a whole gold and give it to him. He he doesn't have the frame of mind to take it. His hands are wringing each other. There's a very meager coffee table in the room and some chairs sitting around it if you wish to make yourselves more comfortable. But he starts pacing and he's like, Scales of Justice, um, who are you? Why do you want to know about my employer? I don't have an... Uh, um, I want how to do you know I have an employer? Approach breathe, him and put breathe. both hands on his shoulder. Like, just but I just want to look him in the eye. Look, we're, we're not... We've met before. It was very brief. But you've met us. So you've met me and my friend. And when you say that, that's where Darkonius pops his head out from behind you and goes, Darkonius! Oh, God. Oh, talking animals! I knew it! I knew it! I knew it! Please, please just calm down. Take a few breaths. Calm down. We're not gonna hurt you. I, I'm a warlock. I do magic. This is my magic animal. Make sure you're not helping. You're not helping. Can I please cast Fae Presence? For six seconds it lasts, but it's enough to give him a moment of pause. I think he gets a sensation of calmness and warmth from you. Reassurance. Okay. Talking animals. Right. Okay. I don't understand. Why, why are you all here? And why? What do you want to know? I look at Toby and Marin because I don't want to open my mouth right now. Well, you see, we have reason to believe he might be involved in some unfortunate events. I was wondering if you could help us with that. Uh, I, I wouldn't know anything about any unfortunate events. What about unsavory business? Look, I, I'm just, I'm just a household keeper, a housekeeper. Um. I'm just a housekeeper. That's it. But you're in there a lot, are you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in there a lot. Mm -hmm. One might say you would be privy to chatter. No one to talk to. It's just me. Mm -hmm. No, there's no one to talk to there. It's just me. He seems like he's being honest about that. He's not saying that there's no one in the house, just no one he can talk to. As a housekeeper, he's not going to sit down and have a chat with the boss. His job is to do housekeeping and stay out of the way. That seems fair. But the implication you get from that is he is the only housekeeper. So are you the only person working there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Didn't didn't used to be like that, but he fired everyone except me. Lucky me. Do you know why he fired everyone? No. How long ago? Um... <sighs> About two seasons. Two seasons back, I think. It's hard to remember. It's. Did anything else change at that point? Like, did his behaviour become different in any way? I mean, everybody gets cranky, you know? Things have been tight. He's he's been at the Duke. This must must be very hard work being the Duke. And um, it must it must be very hard work for you. Well, with yeah, all your but duties. you know, I'm better off than some people. I've got, I've got I've got a job, not like the rest of the folks who used to work there. Do you know what happened they... to them? They just they just got f fired. Do you ever see any of them ever in the city? Well, I don't I don't have much time for socializing. This is uh, this is the only day off I have. And I usually keep to myself. It's just, uh, just very tiring. I spend most of my day sleeping. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I sometimes see them at the store when we're on the way home. Okay, that, no, that's that's okay. That's I think that's more what we were curious about. Um, was you know around the time when he fired everyone, was he? seeing anyone different than usual or seeing more of one person in particular or anything? No, not not that I recall. The Duke doesn't often get guests. In that case, would you remember if he was out of the house more often then? Or off to meetings more often? Oh, I wouldn't know much about that, miss. No, no. I, I, I wouldn't know anything about the Duke. When you start asking specifically about the Duke and his patterns of behaviour, when your questions shift from... What do you do in the house? What happened with the servants? When you stop asking about him and his work, and you start asking about the Duke, his whole body language changes. He looks a lot more nervous again. He looks closed up, and he's definitely not telling you things. 
at this point. Specifically, he clearly is afraid to talk about the Duke. Hmm. What's so scary about the Duke? I think he's a, he's a very good boss. I mean, not a great one if he laid off all those stuff. Well, I mean, there's not that much to do around the house. Um, he, he didn't need them, I think. that That's that's all it was. You look very tired. <sighs> I'm, I like to work a lot. That's all it is. That's fair. Well, look, I've met the Duke. And You're very fortunate then. I I, w- I, w- I would not say that. Mm. I would not agree with that. Look, anything. I, we- I won't hear a bad word said about the Duke. He's very. He's a very nice person. We have no interest in relaying anything you've said to us at all to the Duke. Not whatsoever. Anything. Of course, I'm. Oh, I, w- I wouldn't expect you to do... Well, why would I think that you would do that? Because you're acting weird. You're in my home. You haven't explained yourself at all yet. I don't see why I should answer any of your questions. Okay, if, if I tell you... I look at Toby to see if Toby is okay with me doing this. I nod my head in agreement because I think that unless we tell him exactly why we're inquiring about the Duke, he's not going to help us. Before I do this, I'm going to try and cast Detect Thoughts on him. I'm trying to keep it as underhand as possible. If I tell them anything about the Duke, he will kill me. That's his overriding surface thought. Let me take a moment to explain why we're doing this. So... I don't even know who you are! Oh, my name is Mix. I'm sister to the once Trail Invictus. Did you know Trail? Yes, I I heard that she she was killed. I'm very sorry for your loss. Thank you. It must be very hard. That's kind of part of why we're here. My sister was murdered. Yes, I heard there was a man who attacked her. Uh, not not quite. He looks confused. Uh, Anyway, it was set up and we have been spending our time here trying to get a better understanding of how and why and who. I I had nothing to do with your sister's murder. Oh, no, 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 not you, not you. We don't think you've had anything to do with this. Right. When I met with the Duke, it was the day it happened. And he left me with an impression that he knew more than he let off. And all we're trying to do is get a better understanding of that so we know where to look next. Maybe you should talk to him then. He won't talk to us. Well, then how are you in his home? He invited us with that wizard of his, uh, Imberlin? Yes, um, but then why would he not talk to you? I upset That doesn't him. make any sense. I... Well, maybe you should just say you're sorry. You, you, you don't want to upset the Duke. I look at Murrin, because Murrin's the only other person that went through that. I think we might be a little beyond that. Then you, you shouldn't be here. You should leave. We think that the Duke had a hand, possibly, in Trail's murder. He just looks more terrified the more words you say. At this point, now that Toby said that, I'm going to try and probe the mind. Delving further. Emotional state, terrified. His overriding thoughts are, if I tell them anything, the Duke will kill me. Now that's more emphasized. You see in his mind a doorway in a corridor. And you've never been inside the Duke's home. I imagine Mix has described it to you. And you see a corridor that looks very similar to the inside of the Oaken Forge, but not quite as realistic in terms of the walls look like they've grown, but it's quite clearly handcrafted. There is a door inside the corridor, and as the vision inside his thoughts progresses past this door, almost nightmare style, the door becomes unnaturally large and dark, and he seems terrified of the door. You can hear from behind the door wails and moaning, and then his vision goes through the door and down the stairs and into a darkened open stone chamber where there's a large table, and he himself is chained to it, and the Duke is cutting him into pieces and... He is imagining the Duke murdering him viscerally. He does not want to talk about the Duke because he is terrified that if he does, the Duke will kill him inside some kind of basement behind some door that he is terrified of that he's convinced the Duke already tortures and murders and kills people behind because that's where he sees himself in this nightmarish vision. I'm just going to steeple my fingers and look at him whilst waiting for everyone else to continue talking. What if... We could protect you. Would you feel more comfortable talking to us then? How would you do that? The image changes and now it's all of you in chains being cut up in the basement, including him. You're all chained down, being sliced up by multiple versions of the Duke. 
we have friends in a lot of different places. And I dig through my bag and pull up my badge. Morin relaxes a bit. What's that then? What are you? Morin, would you like to do the honors? You said you said you wouldn't you wouldn't tell him. You, you work for him. Well, no. What? That's that's not it. I, I the person who gave us this badge told us to do what we needed to do to find the answer, to find the truth. So you're you're investigating the Duke because you think he killed Trail. So you want me to to tell you about him? So and you and you'll protect how will you protect me? I'm just gonna stand up at this point. I know what you're afraid of. That door in his house. How will you protect me? And he looks very poignantly, especially in response to that, he's well if you know about it, then how will you protect me? He can't put you through that door if he can't find you. How will he, how can you hide me? I I have a life. Not much of one, by the looks of it. Hey! It's mine, alright? You go to work all day, every day. The only day you get off is the end of the week. You don't have time to live your- This isn't living, this is just- I'm not going to live in fear hiding away from the world. No, you're just going to live in fear going to work every day for, I guess, some so, sort of So, did you want tyrant. my help, or did you just come here to criticise me? Well, I'm just- Sorry. I'm not good at this. It's just- and Mix puts her hand over Toby's mouth. Mm. Um, well, what if it was just temporary until we could figure things out? But if I don't go to work tomorrow, he'll know. He'll what find if, me. What if I went to work for you instead? He looks baffled. I am going to snap my fingers and uh, cast a sky self. To look like him? Yep. But then, but then when you talk, he'll know. He'll know you're not me. Will he? Really? That is quite convincing. Hmm. Oh, no, no, no. It's too risky. It's too risky. I, I, can't, I can't let you do that. Well, of course you can. And in the meantime, you can... He, my friend can look after you. You can stop this. It's very confusing. We think there are places we could hide you. We know various different groups of people. We know a very respectful place, too. And yeah, Darkonius could go with you. Him and I have a link, so, you know, if anything were to happen or anything, he could alert us and we could we could come and help. Darkonius jumps up on your head and goes, Darkonius! And then he waggles his tail around <laughs> with his little sting. He's a very fearsome little guy, isn't he? He really is, especially when he wants to be. And believe me, he enjoys the excuse to be. Well, look, I, I, don't, I don't think hiding is going to work. Well, why it's, not? Because that can only last so long. He's the Duke. Well, well, it could be an option. It depends how long the Duke lasts for. If he believed there were to be any harm coming to him, maybe he could come to us and then we could... But then he'd kill you all and no one would be no one to protect me anymore. Well, a Duke who may fall foul of the Black Claw may not find himself in a position to be able to go after anyone, especially if the other patriarchs aren't too keen on him either. It's true. But I don't... And Look, I just, I just don't know. Who knows how powerful he is? What if it was just for a day? One day where we switch places as such, we keep you safe for that day, and at the end of the day, everything goes back to normal. Avak, you are still detecting his thoughts, although it's coming to an end now. Yeah. And you get a picture of the room being filled with eyes. He climbs up. Look, I... I hear that he's always watching. I don't... He could be watching right now. Well, then he's already seen us enter your house. You, you should all leave. We're all in terrible danger if you keep on... I, I don't know. I don't know that... It, he can't be stopped. He's too powerful. Why do you think he's so powerful? <laughs> I, I did not get that impression when I met him at all. I mean, arrogant. They, they say... They say... They said before before they fired before everybody got fired, there were rumors of him using dark magics and and he's he's always he's always going through that door and the terrible, terrible noises down there. I, I swear it's, the rumors are true. There must be dark magic. We think we know somewhere that may be the opposite. He gets so angry, and any time that he's angry, he goes down there and he he. He must be doing some kind of rituals, or I don't know, like bad things, probably. But look, I just, 
you you've got to go. I I can't talk about this anymore. I I appreciate the offer of protection, but I don't think there's anything that you can do for me. What if we took you to a counter place, another version of that door, but owned by different people, that would provide protection instead of suffering? I don't understand what you mean, sir. There is a place very much like the door that you speak of that instead of suffering and torture offers protection, a sanctuary, if you will, an equivalent. I don't think there's anywhere in the city that's safe from the dukes. There may be a few. He encourages you to leave. He says he'll think on it and let you know. And he asks where he can find you. To leave a message at the Oaken Forge? Right. Um, okay. Yeah, sure. And, and, and for your troubles, and I put two gold in his hand. He thanks you and gestures you again to leave quickly because he doesn't want to be seen with you. As we step out, do we see anyone around or...? No more than you did before. It doesn't appear there's anybody physically watching him. But that's all we had time for. Join us next time on March 17th for episode 26, The Depths of Baldur's Gate. Until then, travel safe. And remember, in this realm or the next... The scales of justice are here for you. Always. Always.